Hello, and welcome back to this brand new episode of City of Bridges, the podcast where you will hear everything you need to know in recent Pittsburgh sports. My name is Anthony Filippo, and this is the third episode that I've done talking about all three Pittsburgh sports. And unlike the two other two episodes, there are no actual games to talk about. We're in weird times right now, as two days ago was supposed to be opening day for baseball, and the NHL was supposed to be gearing up for the playoffs. Unfortunately, this virus came around and had other plans, so there's nothing going on right now, game-wise. But there is uh, um, some news from all three teams, and they have had action lately, some more than others. Today, I'll be talking about uh, two new Penguins. The Pirates assigned seven people to the minors, and the Steelers started free agency off with a few moves to fill some needs. All that and more is coming up right now. Okay, so uh, first up, first thing we're going to talk about in the podcast is the Pittsburgh Penguins. This news is a few weeks old, but since there is nothing else to talk about right now, really, this is the most recent news for the team. They made two undrafted signings of guys just coming out of college by the names of Drew O'Connor and Cam Lee. Um, I'm going to talk about O'Connor first. He signed with Pittsburgh on March 10th, a couple weeks ago, and finished his. this was after he finished his uh, sophomore season at Dartmouth, where he finished with 33 points in 31 games. Uh, at 6'3", 200 pounds, O'Connor is looking to become a power forward with the uh, Penguins in the NHL as he signed a two-year entry-level contract. Um, so th- uh, that's it for O'Connor. And now we're going to talk about Cam Lee. He's scouted as an offensive defenseman, and he is a little bit older than O'Connor at 23 years old. He finished his last season at Western Michigan this year, and it was actually cut short because of what is going on right now. He is 6 feet tall and 168 pounds, and this is not Lee's first time being with the Penguins as he was a non-roster invitee to the development camp last year. He also signed uh, a two-year entry-level contract just like O'Connor. Hopefully they can uh, be good like other undrafted signings, Connor Sherry and Zach Aston Reese, to name a few in the um, past and that's it for the Penguins news right now. Um, let's talk about the Pirates now. The Pittsburgh Pirates. A new look staff in front office for the most part. No more problems. Well, as we all know, that isn't quite true. Um, as we wait for the baseball season to hopefully start soon, the Pirates optioned seven players to the minors last Friday. They were top prospect Key Brian Hayes, along with fellow position players Cole Tucker and Jason Martin. And on the pitcher's side... Edgar Santana, Sam Howard, Yoxel Rios, and Jeff Hartlieb. Hayes was not a surprise at all, but he definitely uh, should be up at some point this year. Again, this is assuming that we do play at some point this year, um, which I think we will at some point, probably late May or June, uh, maybe even July. Uh, Cole Tucker was more of a surprise as he was hitting pretty well this spring with a 296, 387, 667 slash line with four walks, three homers, a double, and only four strikeouts through his 37 plate appearances. Jason Martin, um, an outfielder, uh, along with Tucker, well, Tucker's not an outfielder, but um, was fighting for a bench spot as well, and he was hitting 261 with six hits and 23 at-bats, including one extra base hit, which was a triple. Um, we should. This is not the last we'll see of Martin and Tucker, I think, this year. Um, as they will probably have chances in the near future in the majors um, as well. So the next one is Edgar Santana, and he comes as the biggest shock out of the pitchers and probably the biggest shock out of everybody who was sent down. 
Um, I think that he was a great seventh inning pitcher the year before. Now for the pitchers. Um, the first one is Edgar Santana, which comes as the biggest shock out of the pitchers and probably the biggest shock out of um, all of the players that were sent down. Santana was once thought of as a great seventh inning pitcher in front of Kyle Crick and Felipe Vasquez. He was a great back in the 2018 season, pitching to a tune of a 326 ERA and a 358 FIP. After the 2018 season, the medical staff found out he was injured to the point where he required Tommy John surgery, so he was out for the entire 2019 season. He pitched five innings this year in spring training without giving up a hit. It does make sense to me that he was sent down, seeing as he has only pitched five innings in the last, what, year and a half. The Pirates may want to get him a few weeks' worth of innings down in AAA whenever the season does start, of course, um, to get his arm ready for a major league workload. Uh, Sam Howard, he was one of the other uh, pitchers sent down. He was a lefty, and he was on the 40-man roster, which means he could have gotten sent down, but he wouldn't have had to get uh, get added in order to be on the major league roster to start the season. Uh, so there was a chance he could have been a lefty on the roster, but those spots seem to have gone to Stephen Brault, Derek Holland, and Robbie Erlin. Uh, seeing that he didn't get sent down, he'll probably start the year on the major league roster. We'll see about that, though. Uh, him, meaning Sam Howard, and Yoxel Rios, who is a right-hander who was claimed off waivers from the Phillies last year, uh, were also sent down. He was; They were both sent down. Um, Jeff Hartley was one of the pitchers caught up during the barrage of pitchers, pitcher injury suspensions, etc. Um, and he was not very good last year. He gave up 35 earned runs in 35 innings last year. And he had a whip of two, which is not good at all. Um, he had eight. He also had eighteen walks and thirty eight strikeouts. So I definitely do think he has he has good stuff. He showed flashes of it, but he just needs to um, stay back on the walks as he's almost has he has over half a walk in inning, which is pretty bad, um, and. His strikeout rate is more than one in an inning, though, which is pretty decent. Um, he could be a pretty good reliever down the line and will most definitely be given another chance this year. Um, a lot of this obviously depends whether or not the 2020 season is played, but for now we'll hold on to hope for the MLB season to be played at some point. Okay, uh, NFL free agency was not delayed unlike a lot of other things. And players like Tom Brady, Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, and more have been moved and will find new homes for the 2020 season. Um, the Steelers made their own flurry of moves as well, and I will be talking about them next. Okay, for the Steelers, let's start at the fullback position. Coming into the start of the offseason, I personally did not think that the Steelers needed anyone at the fullback position. They did release Roosevelt Nix, who did have some injury problems last year for sure, but was pretty solid when rarely called upon in the past. Um, we must have a thing for brothers because we did sign Derek Watt to a three-year, $9.75 million deal. And if you did not figure this out already, yes, he is the brother of TJ Watt. He is thought of as a very good special teamer. He's always been uh, highly regarded 
in that area. Um, now the Steelers barely use the fullback, so there is a little bit of confusion there, but he should help fill the void left by Tyler Matikavich, who went to the Bills, and Anthony Ciccolo. Next, the Steelers uh, looked to the offensive line market for their next free agent acquisition, Stefan Wisniewski. Um, he is from Pittsburgh and was an offensive line starter last year in the playoff run for the reigning Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. And he also won a Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles um, a few years ago. He signed a two-year, $2,850,000 contract last week. This is an absolute bargain and a great deal compared to what B.J. Finney got in his two-year, $8 million deal with Seattle for basically the same role. So an absolute, uh, absolute steal for the Steelers. Next, uh, they made a rare... Uh, cross-division trade, intra-division trade with the Baltimore Ravens. They acquired Chris, oh, sorry, Chris Wormley from the Baltimore Ravens along with a seventh-round pick and a fifth-round pick. Uh, both those picks are in 2021. Chris Wormley could help fill the gap quite literally that was left by Javon Hargrave, who left for the Eagles this uh, this offseason. This, added with Stefan Tuitt coming back, will give the Steelers more options for a good defensive line rotation. Um, on the same day, this was all on the same day, or at least made official on the same day, the Steelers got their biggest free agent and former Colts and Lions tight end, Eric Ebron. This contract was worth $12 million over two years. This is another good contract, as this can be compared to Jimmy Graham's two years, $16 million deal with the Bears. Graham has not been as good lately, and he is 30 Three compared to Eric Ebron's 26, uh, he is about to be 27. He will be 27 uh, April 10th. So a very good deal for a good receiving tight end who I just saw today has the most catches in the end zone for tight ends since 2018, which means he is um, going to be a red zone threat for Ben Roethlisberger when he does return this year. Um, this was it for NFL signings and trades from the Steelers so far, but they did, however, dip into the XFL ranks and they got three different players from the league uh two of them were from the new york guardians and offensive tackle jerron jones and defensive end Kayvon walker and they also signed safety tyree kennel from the dc defenders walker was the league leader in sacks and uh was the only person who put up any real stats in the uh in the xfl uh, we'll see how all this translates over to the NFL. Uh, they're probably just going to be depth, depth for now. Uh, Walker could be in there uh, also in the mix uh, in the defensive line rotation that I did mention earlier. So um, they, could all, they could all play pieces for sure throughout the season. We'll see. Okay, I think that's going to conclude today's episode of City of Bridges. Make sure to follow me on social media, Instagram at City of Bridges Podcast and on Twitter at City of Bridges P. For all the latest updates on episodes, um, I don't know how many episodes or whatever I'm going to be putting out because I don't know what kind of news there will be to talk about or report on. So um, we're, you're just going to have to go over there and check that out on my Instagram or Twitter. Um, also, if you want to send in a message, you can do so. If you have any comments, critiques, etc., um, I will... Be listen. I will listen to any of those, um, and I think that's gonna be it. Uh, if you have any questions, 
comments or critiques, you can also uh, DM me on Instagram or on Twitter. Um, you can send me a message via either of those. So that's going to be it for today. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.